ladies and gentlemen, this is the next episode of the Cathode Ray Podcast. I'm here with my friend Steve Nutter, and today we will be dissecting, analyzing, and hopefully giving a fair and balanced look into the Pixel FX trailer that was released last week for their new product, the Retro Gem. We're going to talk it down today, break it all down. Steve, my friend, how are you today? Well... We're, uh, you know, usually I would say wonderful, Lewis, but I'm not going to say wonderful today. I'm going to change it up. It's been a bit of an odd, odd, like, I feel like it's weird. There's been really odd things happening one day and then like cool things happening. And then the next day, odd, strange thing. So I don't know if we've fallen on a good or an odd day, but uh, I feel like the pixel effects thing definitely was a contributor to the odd day on Friday. <laughs> it was an odd, an odd thing. So what we would like to do in this episode, we're going to have most of it. We're going to talk about this. We would like to break it down a little bit. Our intent here is not to dunk on the product or necessarily just dunk on the video. We want to discuss it. We respect the guys from Pixel FX. Dan, Citrus PSI has given us so many products. The whole Pixel FX team has given us so many good products. So I wanted to put that out there. Uh, we are coming from a place of admiration for the products, but nevertheless, wow, let's talk about that. Fucking yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> well, like you say, it's a, uh, this is just a critique of this particular more, li more or less advertising uh, campaign and the release of this specific product. Because mm. like you say, I'm, I'm, I'm friends with Dan. I've met him and hung out with him uh, a few times at conventions. Great. I go along with him. Was that Dan in the video? No, that's the uh, other guy. That, I guess Hack is his is his name. I think oh. that. Uh, see, it's been. I saw Dan at the last Retro World uh, Expo, and we hung out, and that's where I saw him. So I don't know. That's what I'm saying. If I I'm not going to get on here and bash him <laughs> because I'll have to possibly see him like in the four weeks from now. And I don't, I mean, I, that's not what the, uh, the intention is, but we're definitely going to critique the heck out of a public advertisement campaign to launch uh, an announcement for a product and kind of just break it down and, uh, give our points of view from our perspectives, which, uh, I think makes sense for this discussion today. Sure. So what we'd like to do is the way we're going to structure this episode is if you've watched the Pixel FX trailer, first of all, go watch it. We'll link it, of course. So go. it's a good product. Go and watch it. And we would like to break it down. The first half is the sketch and the second half where Hacks, the, the gentleman, comes on and tells us about it. That's the second half. And we'd like to analyze those two separately because they're different kind of things. Uh, the first uh, second half where Hacks is talking about it, this is like the business model. Maybe we're going to talk about the messaging. Is it simple, clear, and concise? Is it easy to understand? And then when we've talked a little bit about the technical, a little bit about the business model, that half, then what I'd like to do is go back and look at the sketch. And I'd like to analyze it from a comedy angle. So myself, my job, I am a talent manager for a group of crazy stand-up comedians. I have been doing this for over a decade. It is my job to help young artists along their artistic career and to give them feedback and to talk about how, what they're doing, how they're perceived, how they can go. So this is literally my wheelhouse. So I'm gonna, again, try to give the um, most fair feedback I can, but this, 
I don't know about business models. I'm only going to give you some crappy opinions. <laughs> but when it comes to analyzing comedy, this is what I do know about, which is why. And if you don't like my opinions, that's also okay. I feel that I can justify what I'm saying. Right, right, so I, right. Don't mind if you don't like what I'm saying because I'm going to try and justify it. And just be like, that's, that's, that's. Well, there's always going to be somebody that actually does catch the messaging and it relates to them. Just in the way things are, right? There's always going to be somebody that says, "Ooh, I actually liked that, right? A lot or something. Yeah. And that's cool. We're, like, Lewis has um, a unique expertise. I really wanted him to uh, look at it uh, from that comedic perspective. And at the same rate, like uh, I've been in marketing for the last, gosh, 15, 13 years or something as far as the internet and things with Pat, my past business I owned before even retro tech was a, was even a thought in my head, you know? So it's not, I can bring some, that's the kind of the perspective too, that I would talk about on almost, you know, promotional stuff too. So sure. um, just wait a second, Steve, to break us for a moment. Can you hear the slight crackling in your microphone? I cannot. I feel sometimes when the thing rattles, not. Just rattle your cables a little okay. bit. Just here. Sometimes La. I can just... No, okay. No. You know, are you hearing anything? No, 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 it's good. Okay. okay. No, maybe. I could hear... I wasn't sure if I was... I don't think it's clipping. Okay. I, I, I felt like well, see, it looks like it's getting close clipping. to the clipping level now. Okay, maybe bring it down a little. I think down is okay. Uh, when I edit it, I just pump it up and there's not usually a problem with the audio. All right. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'll try not to like hit the Just table or anything too. It might have been, maybe I shook it a little bit, but yeah, that's possible. Okay, we'll go with that. All right. uh, let me just turn my volume back up so now I can hear you again. I've made a little note of such things. Do this <laughs> one so I know where it is. Yeah. All right. Good. We'll just we're doing it. So let's let's go. So let's uh, let's start from the start. We've got this product, the Retro Gem. Does Gem is Gem an acronym? Does it stand for something? <laughs> I don't know. That's again with the the unclarity of this whole uh, launch. I'm not sure what is it supposed to stand for something. Sure. So I think the core of once the product, I think we agree, Steve, that once you understand the core of the product, it, it it's pretty good. You know, it sounds great. Right. Like if we just sort of take rid of all the fluff, all the crap, all the marketing, all that, it's a good product. What do you feel? Sure. And I well. I, I'm not as tied to a product like this personally. I'm going to be completely honest because this is, mm -hmm. this is something that I'm just not – I'm into CRTs and analog video, so this is not really a thing I would be buying anyway, personally, mm -hmm. this particular product. I've bought plenty of other products for different situations from Dan and, Pic and you know the whole company for years, and – uh, so I do not have any question about like the quality. I know the guys that are working there and developing the products. Uh, it, it's just from my perspective, when I saw the teaser and stuff, I had no idea what they were coming out with. I was expecting a different product than this to possibly be announced, to be honest with you. Uh, so when I finally figured out what it was, it was like, okay, I, I understand it's going to be, it's going to do what it promises. I'm sure. Right. And it's going to be mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe because the pixel FX are also, they're the ones who are also promising the morph and the infinity switch. They're, 
they've got some they've got the scalar products as well that apparently in work and my take was the situation they'd be talking about this morph talking about this infinity switch but we hadn't really heard about this before and everyone was expecting oh it's going to be infinity switch it's going to be something external but now it's this internal mod is that your take uh yes that was my take first first i was uh you know, even just take it out, like, would not get into the depths, obviously, of the marketing. Uh, when I threw the announcements and the teasers, I felt like it was going to be something where it's going to be full of some kind of information. And then instead, it was more of just like, oh, this is a, a thing that does this, kind of. But it was, again, very vague. If if I didn't know what Pixel Effects was selling, I, I would not be clear on really what was happening in the commercial but even though I do know what it is, and um, yeah, like for me, I was hoping it would be something on the, excuse me, the morph or the infinity switch. Like you said, that was the last thing I had kind of seen from Dan was prototypes of that a year ago. And I know how things are, and it takes time. And, you, you know, he talked about running into troubles with designs and um, quality testing. Because with the interesting thing about that switch was it was modular. So you could pick your own modules, but when you do that, you have to make sure uh, things like the modules go together well and they don't just like break apart and fall apart because maybe you have a little, you know, design on that end that has nothing to do with the functionality of it, right? It's just practical use of people putting these things together like Legos. So there's a lot of things like that that would go into a product that, but that's what I was hoping to hear more on. And um, so at the end, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Kind of, for me, it was a letdown because, it, again, it's not a product that it's on my radar normally. Sure, sure. So if we could say, like, broadly, it sounds like the product will do what it says. That's very nice. Uh, there's two then things to, to get into in the second half, the marketing message and then the business model that they're choosing or the sales model, you might say, where some of it is there's some capabilities uh, which you can get for a certain price and then some capabilities – uh, that can be accessed via software for an upgraded fee. And I think this is, there's a tricky balance here. And, and Bob released the Retro Roundup uh, this week, and I think he discusses it very eloquently, that these, we see the need that Pixel FX is going for. Yes, we want to support creators. So they've got a, a, the Pixel FX, you can pay 99 or is it 120 whatever, and get a smaller feature set. Or you can pay 190 and get the full feature set, the full thing. And it does seem that while, uh, hold on, fuck again, I'm going to take this is the someone's spam calling me <laughs> for the third time. Hello, Lewis speaking. No, sorry, what? This is not Alexander. No. Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're doing these ones. Jesus, fuck. Three times. He's got like, is this Alexander? This I'm is like, not no, Alexander. He's not Alexander. He's like, do you speak Russian? <laughs> no, I don't. And then just silence and like, too bad. Goodbye. Hey. And that was it. So, like, fuck killing off. your vibe here. They are killing, killing my your flow. Make a note of that. Killing my flow. Yeah, I usually don't answer phone calls, but it was like three Good times grief. from three separate numbers in succession. So, all right. So, 
look, we understand. So, if, and it seems to be on the lower end, uh, they are planning for the future, implied that they're planning for an external scaler. So if you only want straight out, if you just need the digital out of your console, then you can go for the cheaper version. And we've spoken about this. I think I was also speaking about this with uh, Conrad Beckman, uh, or when I did the, he's the N64 hacker who made the hacker version of the digital out for right. HDMI out for N64. And we spoke in that podcast that we both believe the future is simple, easy HDMI outs for your console and then having a separate scaler that does all the heavy lifting. That's where we're heading, but we're not quite there yet. And I was saying that I think solutions like Conrad's are great because it's a hack together HDMI solution that you could do for about, I don't know, 20 bucks, 30 bucks or something like that. And then buy your Tink. 20k or whatever it is or buy a morph or whatever the other ones are um so you see where they're going with that and we want to also protect the financial interests of creators like pixel fx so okay these guys are doing a great job this is a technical product we also want to reward them and make sure that they are getting adequate financial compensation for the work they're doing I think what we're coming across, though, is as a community, and I'd broadly say as a society, uh, we're still not sure what to do with software upgrade solutions. So a more extreme example is, uh, I think it was Mercedes-Benz or BMW. They said, we're going to, for 20 bucks a month subscription, you can have heated seats. And this is a very extreme example because it's a subscription model. But then the hardware is already in the car. And I've got to pay for something that's already physically in the car. And we haven't worked this out, I think, as a society yet, how we feel about this sort of business model. Now, in fairness to Pixel FX, there's been a lot of disinformation out there. The, it's not quite DRM, the upgrade, because as is explained by Bob, when you do the upgrade, it's done. It's done. There's no subscription. There's no checking on the internet. The As much as it seems like the chip is flashed to now be full 100%. So there's not a concern that what happens when Pixel FX falls off the face of the earth in a year's time that will I ever be able to get access. It's, it's done. And any time... And okay, that's a nice thing because what the reason we have subscription models to software services is because if the key gets leaked or somehow it gets hacked or the piracy or something like this, then they can use that online check to uh, invalidate that key. So then it becomes, well, what happens if someone leaks a Pixel FX gem key onto the forums and then all of a sudden we're all getting free uh, upgrades. I don't know how what cryptography and other solutions Pixel FX have worked in. So they've said once it's locked, it's locked. It's not a DRM, which is very important to to understand. So this is one way that they are trying to protect their own interest. What's your feeling about their business model, Steve? Well, you know, I don't have an issue with people offering uh, different levels of products instead of just say one solution only um i'm a little bit confused about the offerings because at the beginning of this section of our discussion you brought up an important point with conrad that the idea is just to get 
a bare bones, clean digital signal out of your uh, console. And I feel like uh, the best to this point, and maybe that's what's the difference here, has been 480p, right? Mm -hmm. And then just taking that signal and letting the uh, device outside of the box, right, do all the work. So this this upgrade is a little confusing to me on the point that like why why am I really buying it right? Because then like you're saying, then I'm t taking that functionality and I'm putting it back into the console, right? I'm relying on the console to do a lot of the scaling features, and if I already like you say own a retro tank, I'm not going to scale it on this end and then double scale it. That's not really. Uh, beneficial usually, right? You don't want to like. I think I, I hear what you mean. Although maybe uh, in the defense of Pixel FX, we're in a bit of a weird transitory period right now because this utopia that I spoke of, where the the console is going to do a easy clean out and then the scaler does the heavy lifting, we're not quite there yet. The the Tig 4K, which accepts HDMI input, is not on the market mm -hmm. yet. The Morph, I believe that's their scaling product, is not. There isn't a HDMI in, I think besides the Frame Meister, ironically, there isn't a good upscaling solution available. Now in one year, when Mike can get the 4K out, maybe that's completely different. So maybe the 720 is a bit of an in-between for now. I don't know, to give them benefit of that. That's true. That's what I tried to kind of say. I don't really know. And okay. like... Um... And we all know the the fallbacks of the frame meister. Even if anybody's laughing about having a frame meister sure, with this thing, yeah. you can wait till you <laughs> wait till you set up a color palette and then play a game that switches between 240p and 480i a couple times with your frame meister <laughs> plugged up, and you won't care about. You'll be pissing on your frame meister again. So um, yeah, it's but again, like you say, it's an odd period. I think that the reasoning. Maybe that's the upsell now is to say, well, you go ahead and get all that now that we have available with your upgrade now. And then maybe it is better to take a 1080p signal and put it through whatever the next device is. Like you say, that could be the uh, RetroTig 4K or strictly um, like if you're like me, I don't even own a 4K display. So you still use just 1080p then you don't have that issue at all but it's definitely an interesting thing i don't really see an, a problem with it i didn't connect the dots as hardcore as some people would have like with the bmw um okay analogy because that bmw analogy kind of makes like me sick right that that's yeah, like absolutely. a disgusting that's an extreme example idea mm. to sell and it it would be, yeah, it would be like again selling something and then locking out modes of it. But but that's not the first time we've seen this. Here's a great example right here on my tool shelf, is this wriggle, uh, oscilloscope. When you buy it, okay. it's in a locked out mode, and huh. for you to get it in the unlocked mode, you're supposed to pay like two hundred more dollars. But all everybody does is go gets a software key and unlocks it themselves from a foreign website. And it's kind of like an understood thing that everybody does to unlock it. 
but they're doing the same thing where it's like a $250 entry point and then you got to pay things, right? It's kind of the same sure. thing. It's just, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of the idea. I don't see really a problem with it as much uh, as some people obviously did. Uh, so I understand doing it, but I think there's a lot of human psychology yeah. here, and this is to this subscription stuff is deep, deep human psychology about what we perceive, what we perceive to own. I own it, but why can't I use it? And what is the perception of the value of what's being sold to me? And I, I think I, I wouldn't so much have been talking to a marketing person. I would have been talking to a psychologist. <laughs> To try to get this message across. But anyway, what are you going to say, yeah. Steve? You are getting into the psychology there of the thoughts, again, of owning a product, but do you really own it? Does this kind of contribute to that kind of mentality where it's like, well, you paid for this, but you can't really do anything with this level of it. It's not all the way to the most extreme, but it, it has fallen now within that uh, category fairly enough by the way um, it's presented as being the same kind of product. I think Bob made a wonderful point that if there was some kind of mostly hardware difference here, this would have probably, if there was no, if there was a different piece of hardware involved, no one would have even probably connected those dots and they would have looked kind of tinfoil hat, right? If they did, if it's like, well, that thing is a different chip, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 But if you do that, I'll, I'll present you, Steve, with a thought experiment for you and for people listening. Because if they did that, then the problem is, if I wanted to upgrade, I then need to replace the whole thing. Now, how many people are going to upgrade? Is that an option? I'm not sure. Here's a thought experiment for everyone. What if PixelFX instead had said, here's the baseboard, here's the PCB. The upgrade is not actually... It's software, but you actually have to insert a new chip. Like they put little headers <laughs> on there. And let's say it wasn't even too hard. But I had to buy another physical chip, and that had to be inserted at the top. And let, let's say it's not solder. It's pretty easy. You could do it yourself. So there's no, you don't have to send it off to Voltar again. And mm. that is only a few steps beyond what they've already done. Do you think that would change the perception because I've got something in my hand. I think it would change the perception, uh, but I feel like there's probably so much cost involved with adding a socket just okay. physically that it's it's almost considered in nowadays kind of a waste of, of money when you're at the business table and you're launching the product is what I would think. I'm not saying that somebody didn't come to the forward and say this, um, Again, I I have uh, I feel like this is on such a far end of that spectrum. It's like questionable that it's entered into this realm of subscription based almost thing because it's a one time, like you said, fee. Um, yeah, it's it's just it, all this is kind of a combination effect of this uh, teaser, weird marketing campaign, plus the release of this kind of complex pricing model where you watch this and you think you might have a solution for under a hundred dollars, right? Yet you get on there and it's like, well, it's not really a hundred dollars because understandably you need wiring kits and everything to wire with the chip, but 
um, it's teased in a way like you get away with the no one's getting away with really a ninety nine dollar purchase, right? That's not. I wonder what it would be interesting to know. What are the use cases for this chip without a flex cable? Are there yeah. who like a genuine question? Who's buying it for just ninety nine? I don't know. I don't know technically the product. Okay, so there's a little bit of the marketing. That bit, another bit, feels deceptive. So maybe what we're building up to here, Steve, is that there's a lot of little things. There's no one of these things that makes you feel like, ah, that's terrible, that's the most stupid thing ever. But a lot, again, 20% extra. Then later on we find out about the, the kind of software lock, and these kind of things add up, even though each one of them has genuine intentions along the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you're right, and it's um, it's it's a, from a marketing standpoint, it's kind of an unclear unclear message has been presented, and it leaves the audience questioning. Really, again, what what exactly is going like? There's not there's not enough clarity really in much of any of it. I felt like I, when I was watching, I had to watch it a couple times to understand it the way it was put together and then the products, the way the products were named was almost, I get it. But at the same time, when it's such a goofy pro approach coming up to that, it almost feels like that might be goofy. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it's like you're watching a Saturday night live skit and you're trying to catch the joke and it's <laughs> like, what? And you're just not getting it. And then, and then, you know, so it's, um, and then like you say, then you get to the pricing and it's like, these are the things. And it's the price there. And then there's the upgrade price. And then the upgrade does this. And again, if I didn't really know what they were talking about in depth, there was no like broad description of this product. Mm. Uh, you know, from, I can offer, I thought the greatest alternative to what this was would have been anything like, uh, you don't even have to pay for it. You send a kit like this to uh, Tito from Macho Nacho, mm -hmm. and he'll make a video that'll get 200,000 views that you don't even spend any money on, right? And I was like, he would have broken it down and done all this stuff, but <laughs> explained it such a clearer way. And... uh I was I just like watching it over and over. It just made me scratch my head each more time. Every every next time I watched it, I literally watched it three or four times this weekend to try to see what I was missing. <laughs> what was the intent? What was the message? And I still like you say, it's unclear. It's it doesn't seem simple, clear, and concise. The message you have to. Um, I think also they missed an opportunity with the samples. Uh, they're showing us this is great. Hey, this looks lovely. But even there, there was some. Um, no side-by-sides. Something, show me something. I'm like, hey, this is great. Uh, looks nice, but what's, am I, what's my reference point? So some sort of comparisons. And I think even they could have, if you're talking about what, what are you, it's PS2, what do you compare it against? Could be component input. Or could be, you just maybe needed to have, they only had uh, soft interpolation examples. You could have had pixel perfect and soft and just compared it the same thing. You don't have to compare it to anything else. Be like, whatever, some other solution is stupid. Just be like, here's our soft example. Here's our pixel perfect example. 
And even, I, I think the brain wants something to compare to. So I think they missed a, an opportunity with that. And also, now we'll start to get into a little bit more opinionated stuff, I think. Now I've got my opinions on the second half. I don't like the art style of the whole video. I think the whole art style misses the point. Um, I, I think it's ugly. Like, just straight up. I, I think that style is there. Um, some of the bits... So I'll go over a few of the points that I had. Uh, Hack, when he's standing there, he's got a glow around his head like pictures of Jesus. <laughs> well, yeah. And like before you go off crazy, just thinking about what you said on the last... I wanted to mention one thing before. It's just about the last thing that you had mentioned about no comparison shots and then missing the chance there. You watch a video like this that is so obviously heavily edited. It's like somebody spent an ungodly amount of time to me, or they're just a master at Premiere that sure. edited this video. And then you're going to try to tell me that they didn't splice in video footage and not clean that shit up either. <laughs> like, I, like you said, I was like, why are you even showing me this? picture because at this point i know when i edit video i turn the brightness down i'm recording a freaking crt so i have to return the brightness down and stuff and mm. like that's what i felt i was like this is just like video this is like when i watch the infomercial about the freaking rotisserie oven and the guy pulls <laughs> out a juicy looking rotisserie chicken and everybody's like oh like what the heck did you think this was gonna do it's been sitting there <laughs> this is their big money shot of course it's gonna look juicy <laughs> so it's the burger the yeah McDonald's yeah it always looks perfect so anyway let's get on now to the more uh intriguing parts like you said opinions of this sure. and you just thought it was right. ugly. oh also yeah yeah so i thought i just that's just a personal opinion. The the art style, I don't like. Uh, okay, that was weird, let's say, the glow around the gentleman's head. Uh, I didn't know where they were going with that, what that meant. Um, there's a general... When he starts one of the discussions, there's a weird fade-in. It fades in too late. He's already talking and it's fading in and it sounds... We've already had this very jarring sketch, which we're going to get to. We're left feeling, what the actual hell just went on? And then there's this weird fade in on his voice and it, it oh really stands out. And now if I really get a pick in to the words, twice the gentleman says, there's two, so he says, speaking of consoles, I know why you're here. And there's a second line, a few sentences later says, I know what you want, true, uh, true gameplay, yeah. something like that. Both times when he says, I know why you are here and I know what you want, because I've left, I've been quite confused and disoriented by the video up until this point. That also felt jarring. You presume to know what I want. You, you presume wow. to tell me what I want. And I found, I really awful. love that. I didn't, I didn't catch that, but that is a great thing because let's be honest up to this point, this is about probably three, four minutes end of this video yep. and you're mm -hmm. like questioning everything 
I mean, that's again, it's so unclear. You're questioning everything that you're watching up to this point, saying what is going on. And then, like you say, somebody says twice they know what you want and they know why you're here. You're like, mother fricker, I don't even know what I want anymore. I don't know why I'm here. And you know, how do you know? So that's a great. You have not yeah, demonstrated like, that to me. You have not. So yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. I didn't even catch on that. And I watched the thing four times. I missed it. <laughs> so that's my thought on the the back end. Overall, look, that's the fine part. Overall, okay. He told us the yeah. stuff. We can watch it a couple of times. Get the point. Okay. It's nice that the gentleman says and and talks to us directly. Very nice. There's a personal connection there. So yeah, I'll 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 second a lot of things you said. I felt like for um for what it was, it was like heavily heavily overdone on like an edit for like way beyond really what was necessary. Um, and to the point where it's distracting. It's another thing that adds a distraction level. To me, it does. There's so much. Like you said, like I'm watching just the teasers and you got like twirling triangles going around behind and you're like, so if you're, if you're a doofus like me, you, you easily get distracted by the twirling <laughs> triangle floating in the background. And then you're like, wait a second, what happened? What is I just, what were they saying? And you missed it. And then you're like, oh, but it was very chaotic i felt like too and i i mean i hate to tear people up but this is what they do this is like you're getting paid to do this it's just a real critique of your work i throw sure. things out there people critique it every time in my comment section <laughs> i don't care because we're not saying no 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 at it. we're not saying, we're saying this, is, this is just it's your art like yeah we're just saying about. our our you know feedback as you will say mm. um and i felt like another chaotic thing was the audio mixing on it uh and i feel like there's an art to adding too much again like we there's there's people in hollywood that still get away with terrible sound editing to the point where what was it one movie i mean it's a guy who did Opp oppenheimer i could barely hear some of i didn't see oppenheimer but the, but i did watch tenant we've talked about that movie there's a lot of times where there's dialogue going on and, and it's like this cringing, like loud music getting louder. And you're like, is it just supposed to drown out this conversation? I thought I wanted to hear what they were saying, but apparently it's not important. So, you know, when you, the more aware you are of things like that, it kind of, yeah, like you're like, what is he saying at that point? What exactly? I didn't exactly catch that moment. Was I supposed to catch what he said? Cause I couldn't hear it at that second. So uh, just another element of critiquing of what I thought of the actual elements there. So I'll tell you what, so we're, we're about halfway through the podcast now. Let's now let's mm. keep having fun. Uh, we wanted to be, I, I, I be direct. I wanted to be more fair and balanced when we're talking about the content, when we're talking about the product, and I hope that we were. <laughs> now, we're going to be talking about the sketch. This is pure art, because as much as I can tell, there isn't, like, real product message in there. It's a sketch. Many, you, my friend, Dr. Wham, sitting across from me here, loves to do a sketch in his video. We know that sketches are a great way to add a bit of fun and excitement to what can be a boring topic or dry topic let's say of retro gaming so i'm gonna bring up uh i've got the the, the pixel fx oh, i got here so 
how can I just let just it load it. up? I'm going to bring a shared screen up. Uh, it's fine. You could take it. Take your time. Let's play a little bit. And if you're listening on the audio, uh, I will include this in the edit. Uh, I'm very sorry that we're going to watch a bit of the video here, but I think it's important to watch it and then discuss it so it's not so. So we're going to play, I think, the, the first okay. little bit here. So let's go on Pixel FX. This is nice. Okay, we're opening up. And now yeah, see, you it get probably will. Silence. This is silence on this end. <laughs> Loading. What is this? Okay. It's dead silence. And now there's this, now there's this catchy background music. But it's still like, what is this? And like this, this opening screen, I'm trying to figure is. out what it says and like what's going on here, right? right? This is like a choose a demo. Is it Xbox? Is he showing an original Xbox? What is this? And then it goes in with the crazy... Uh, logo where it says sure. di so pops up menu. right right what the fuck is that find your inner resolution so we don't have answers yet this is still quite confusing mm. and this takes quite a while we're 60 seconds okay now we're at one yeah minute. that we're and let's remember this was premiered hang yep. on this was premiered on youtube so uh, before yep. this everybody's sitting there waiting and then they're waiting, and then they put it on a two-minute countdown for you, which I hate about Premiere. I wish they'd just say no countdown possible. And they do that whole two minutes of it's counting down, and then you get two, two more minutes. So, <laughs> digital infidelity. Now, in this moment, we're all a bit confused, but the first thing we can ascertain is, oh, I guess they're doing some sort of uh, uh, sketch impersonating something like this digital foundry yes or and, okay. if you're like me and you and you barely catch a view of it you think for a second digital foundry is somehow possibly uh mm -hmm. a part of this involved and right. that they're about to say something possibly important about it right like okay sure so go is any moment, right, right. is John Lindemann going to pop up? Is Rich going to pop up any moment? Um, so, and that's okay. So, they're well known. Now, the first bit, I would say, so if we've gone, we are at one minute and seven seconds. We are at 67 seconds into this video, and we still don't know what the hell is happening here. We're desperately guessing what's going on. Now, they do say Pixel FX video production, so they don't sort of say satire, which maybe would have helped. The first big thing that I draw an issue with is they're looking to satirize Digital Foundry and they call it Digital Infidelity. And this is where I come in. Infidelity is a negative word in the English language. If you are infidelity, to my mind, usually means you're a married person who was being uh, playing around, cheating, whatever. That's usually what infidelity means. It doesn't have a positive connotation. So when you say digital negative word that doesn't have positive connotations, I think, oh, are you taking the piss I, out I, of Yeah, me? that's a, for, like, a very good point. Infidelity, there's not a single instance I can perceive of a, a use where you would think a positive thing had come using the word infidelity. It is not... Like you say, it is not a, it's like a, a, just a word that does not connotate anything positive. 
So I started to think in my mind, do I not know about scandals? Is there been some John Linderman scandal that I don't know about? Alex Battaglia's, you know, whatever. Um, is that... I'm like, are they mocking that? Are they... Is that... I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've just heard digital infidelity. If I wanted to make a leap in English, I mean, there's infidel, which is like some sort of yeah. religious zealot. I well, think. yeah, I didn't... I didn't so well, is that it? <laughs> Again... Any iteration is not considered positively. (laughs) But I I feel like more, it's definitely meant like the infidelity is the word. Like, infidelity, again, like some type of deep cheating, kind of, that's the word and the meaning. So a digital, what a digital word would be wrong. And, um, so... And that got me as well, because I felt, look, first of all, we've had John on the podcast. He's a buddy of ours. And we know John gets a lot of shit on the internet, which he definitely doesn't deserve. But then even further than that, uh, I kind of, then it's like, whose voice in a moment when we hear, whose voice are they trying to satirize from Digital Foundry? Is it John or is it Rich Ledbetter? And the the boss, the main guy. And when, and, and this is when I started to get really emotional because... No one can go at Rich Ledbetter, all right? Richard Ledbetter is a fucking legend of our retro gaming community. When I was a kid, we've talked about this, Steve. I was stealing the computer magazines, uh, changing the prices because I was a little Australian kid. We get the computer magazines three months late. They would be drastically overpriced. We couldn't afford them. So we would, uh, not wanting to physically actually steal outright, we would change the price tags on the front of the magazine, like the old label, put a new one on. Instead of 12 bucks, it'd be three bucks. And then I'd buy it. And then, and, and Rich Ledbetter was one of the original journalists. Right. I'm also thinking of journalists like Julian Rignall from CVG. We grew up Amiga Power these days. So Rich has been there from the beginning. And there's like, oh, man. there's nothing, right? And I'm like, why are you going at these people who are like really solid and... So I've already got me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could give you the perspective, too, that I was sitting at this moment watching this unfold live. I was watching it as it premiered. And at this point, the live chat is just dropping. I mean, what is this? Cringe. This is awful. Is this what, you know, it starts going, this <laughs> next segment. And it's just like cringe fest. That's what I'm seeing in the live uh, chat on there. And I was just like blown away because like you say, we've discussed this before. And this was the first thing I thought of. I thought, is this supposed to be funny? And the first the first rule the is this is if, you, if you're going to come out and you're going to go after anybody at Digital Foundry, in my opinion, it better be damn funny. And sure. you better, I mean, I would think you would want, uh, there's, I couldn't imagine them, you know, maybe they did, to be fair, give them their blessing to do this. But I, I doubt it. I doubt, I doubt it. I doubt it, but. Because yeah. <laughs> um, now, because now they get, so they get pulled oh, yeah, immediately. They're pulled into this discussion right. without anything. Like, what does digital infidelity mean to you? And they're like, what the heck are you even yeah. talking about? Sounds like a, you know, stupid, whatever. 
John Linderman sitting back in his German house eating his bratwurst, spitting it out. Like, the fuck is this? I know. I feel bad too because I was trying to like DM John about something else, and I'm sure he just doesn't even want to look in his in- yeah, inbox. I mean, and yeah. I'm just like, oh gosh, man, he's never gonna. I'm gonna be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I know he just doesn't want to look in there and it's, it's like getting roped into weird stuff like this where it almost, you know, uh, it's definitely like a weird way to, again, launch a product. So we don't know. Okay. So then there's, we're confused about the intent towards digital foundry. Now you could have chosen other words. It could have been, I came off the top of my head, digital laundry. I don't know digital, whatever, uh, choose any word that's neutral rather than negative. And that might have also fit there. A few things when I look at the stylization, digital infidelity, is it digital, no, digital fidelity? <laughs> like it's not clear on first looking that it's in, like the L looks like a capital. So it's in digital, anyway, and diff. Is that like DILF? Like dad, like <laughs> no, <laughs> it would be more like dad. I find <laughs> Lewis not. <laughs> See, there you go. What's the infidelity Confusing. thing here? Confusing. It's too many questions. We don't know now. If we have an example now, not to say we can't have these sort of uh, funny back and forths in our community. So if we have, but there needs to be context. And we need to assume or hope that our audience broadly understands that context. And it's very different when it's coming from individuals than when it's coming from this is now a company selling a big legit product. Because their whole thing is like, order as many as you want. We've got a million. Go for it. Meaning you're legit. So when Voltar starts making accusations about Bob and various farmyard animals and relations that they might have had now to me that's different there's a long-standing community if you've ever watched the twitter you know they they have we know where they've worked together before even if and look people still get confused and also they're two individuals so we have some context for their relationship now people can still get confused i had um Actually, this is a good one. You'll like this. My buddy, I have a buddy here in, in Thailand who's also into retro games and we hang out. And he came to me one day and he's like, Lewis, 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 who's this 8-bit Esquire guy? Because I was reading some tweets. He called you. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, don't worry about him. It's Roger. It's all part of the fun, my friend. Good on him. I approve of that message. But there's an example. If you don't know, you don't know. It's so easy to not know about. And if you're a company, that's... And so, yeah, it's now Pixel FX, a company, versus Digital Foundry, another company. Right. That's where the money gets watered. Money gets watered. That's it. We got some muddy waters here. You're right. It's... uh, We're not even into this bit yet, which... (laughs) <laughs> Which, again, like, go I'm going to let people roll through this bit, but they are literally, you know, you can go ahead and start it. I'll, I'll tell you the only word I could understand from this next part of the bit was PlayStation 2 and ass. 
He must have said ass and assy and ass like three times. So I'm going to stop it there again. Uh, right. Now, we're, again, we're putting into perspective. We're one minute 18 now into the video. We're unsure. We've heard the word infidelity. <laughs> like, where are they going with this? I, di I did not know that Ratchet and Clank Up Your Arsenal was a real title of a Ratchet and Clank game. I had to Google it. And in my defense, in Europe, it's Ratchet and Clank 3. <laughs> it's not called Up Your Arsenal. Yeah. In Europe. I thought this was another spoof because they just said infidelity. So now I'm like up your ass and all. Yeah, okay, this sounds about on par. Yes, exactly. What is happening here, right? Right. A questionable choice of game to, to show. I thought this was another spoof. So it turns out this isn't a spoof. All right. So now they're playing the video. Up your arsenal. Okay, it looks... And then <clears throat> they're like, oh, look at the, the ass. Or it's like, I guess it's supposed to be arse, like you said. Arsey. Looking arsey. It's Same arse. There's things. arse on his eyeglasses. There's ass. And, and it's like, what? What? And, and, and it's talking very fast. A lot of chaotic noise in it. You can all see some of the specular So the audio is very muted here, which makes it hard. It doesn't. The audio certainly doesn't pop out of the the video it's very muted and, and then i'm like is it spectacular oh, yeah, ass it reflection? Even says it. oh it's yeah, spectacular specular. <laughs> Spe spectacular ass reflection no specular ass reflection. yes and it's again it's words like that that you don't really know what they're saying they're presented so fast right and then you're like what did it just say mm. huh and and again this is a live premiere so you're probably wanting to stay live while you're watching it Sure. So really awesome on. So as you can see, the fidelity Honestly, goes really from awesome. amazing <laughs> to super amazing. Uh, it's really unmatched. The fidelity the goes from amazing to super amazing. Okay, boss. So yeah, we're starting to get the idea this is not a real analysis, but what is it? It's not still... He said PS2, but again, because I'm confused. I, I thought this was a beta well, game. And, so. and my perspective up to this point, it's been really quick. You didn't, if you didn't catch mm -hmm. the digital infidelity up to this point, you're just hearing weird ass things and you're thinking, I'm still under the uh, perception that this might be somebody from Digital Foundry helping out until it just gets a little ridiculous. I'm like, oh, obviously this isn't. So yeah, that, that was my perspective while this was live. So fi the, the line was, so finally your favorite Twitter haters can be satisfied that when they say that it looks like a PS2 game, it is a PS2 game. So I didn't, I mean, I didn't yeah, get Yeah, again, it's a lot of this I get is it, like, like the, you're like, I'm, is that a joke? Was that the joke? Was that the punchline? Oh, you kind of get the feeling that yeah, it's supposed oh, to be a that, spoof, like you said a little bit, but it's not, it's not on that funny level. That they think that maybe the, the guy now thinks can, it is. I'm not sure. Let's bring up some of the clarity. Yeah, the footage looks good. I will say. Once I look back at it, I'm like, oh, that's actually really nice. So like this. Okay, technically, the the, it looks good. And the one. Yeah, so let's bring up a clarity chart. <laughs> it bypasses yeah. Pixel Perfect. The one. Yeah, this starts going into stuff. Yeah, again, stuff that's like. You're like, oh, I guess that's supposed to be a joke. That's the it's joke. Because really um, at this stage, I'm like, show me picture perfect, motherfucker. 
Like, I want to see. Don't stop what, making a joke. I do. What are I we even talking soft. about right Show here? Show me a bit Again, of Pixel Perfect. There's, it, what's, the pop, yeah. what's the product at this point? It's still, it's a, it's a completely at this point feels like a spoof of the digital foundry, you know, FPS meter and performance meters and going <laughs> through all that. Right now you finally realizing that I think. Mm. So I'm, I'm looking at that thinking, okay, that's Yeah. As you said, obviously a spoof of the digital foundry, uh, FPS meter. And I'm, I'm searching for what is the thing about that, that they're spoofing? Like, cause if it's a good thing if they, if they find a good point so coming back to that golden rule of comedy which is you can joke about any topic you want but the harder the topic the better the joke has to be or another way of wording that might be the more sacred the cow <laughs> the better the joke yeah, has yeah, to yeah. be you know sacred no, that's cow, a good right? way that to terminology. put terminology the more we like that person the better it has to be so fine you look i'm not saying you can't make joke of joke of oh richard ledbetter right but dang you better be coming in hot with a real good reference that makes us go, ah, yeah, ah, yeah, got rid right. a good one there. Well, you got him a good one here. And I don't know, at this stage, I still think they're mocking Digital Foundry. And I'm like, why are we even, like, why are we talking about Digital Foundry? This is a fucking uh, Pixel yes, FX. Yeah. yeah, so at this point, a minute and a half into this ad, you're just thinking about Digital Foundry. And is this a hmm. spoof of Digital Foundry? Oh, it kind of is. Digital infidelity. What? This isn't really that funny. Uh, okay. Uh, and like I said, no wonder the chat at this point was just rolling on the, you know, oh, this is awful. What is this? I can't believe this. Is this for mm -hmm. real? And then, but like one out of 10 would be like, this is hilarious. <laughs> so like I said, there's somebody who's always like, catching okay. the message. Right and so yeah. there's different points of views everybody has. Uh, on this stuff but it's fair to mention that at this point everybody's been waiting this has been teased and so far you're getting the, this are we all just and, pixels uh, on an so infinite yeah. by infinite OLED screen with VFI it's really crazy yeah, stuff let's, let's the fidelity of the wretched champ also added a depth of realism making some of these bad guys grotesque see those little gremlins yeah I know pretty spooky right now let's take a second to load Look, where we hit the levels of third eye and the one, I'm like, what are you talking about at this stage? What is right? The one? So what is I third think eye? that the third, the yeah, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, well, third eye, I guess that's your pineal gland reference. So that's something weird that probably nine out of ten people don't even know about. And then the, then oh, the, wait, the one. Just, fuck, where'd my mouse go? Is it because? Uh, wait, wait, wait. I just he said a line. And he said, oh, something, something, the fidelity of the screen. And now I'm like, oh, is that what he meant by digital infidelity? Like, this, a resolution has fidelity. Yeah. And like, so the uh, resolution itself is an infidelity. Right. So he's going in and in <laughs> as in the opposite <laughs> of so fidelity. So I think it's not infidel or infidelity. But it's why fidelity. Did, why did it, they call it digital fidelity? Digital fidelity. I think, I think there you go, Lewis. We literally solved the issue here. <laughs> if they would have, if they would have called it digital <laughs> fidelity, it would have just gone off as a, a much better bad joke. And yep. the whole Maybe the thing, the whole thing, the whole thing, digital might have fidelity. Better. So.
This is what we're calling Digital feedback finale. 101. Free feedback that you have to normally pay <laughs> focus groups tens of thousands of dollars for. We're offering that free on our our podcast. So that's that's a good point because I had like no, still didn't, didn't get, get it. it. And again, now, yeah. Lewis, I want to say this right. I don't know if we haven't said it yet. I don't know if you're saving it. I don't want to forget it, but. I asked you to make a daggum to take AI and see if they could write a transcript of this portion. And what did you tell me they said? I just pumped the whole thing. I just took the, the whole clip, oh. like 12 minutes, and pumped it into the AI. The AI got confused, thought it was in <laughs> Japanese, and said, it's conf I tried to ask it and say, hey, can you, like, it's got a little chatbot in there. I was like, can you please, like, do it again, but this is English. Oh. And he was like, nah, I don't understand. So. I think that speaks to the poor editing quality that it couldn't. Now I was thinking if I had a bit more time, I might've just extracted out this boosted the editing, boosted the audio and run it back through. But we kind of ran out of well, time. That's a bit ridiculous. Uh, look, I was surprised. I've never seen such a ridiculous result <laughs> out of the AI translator before. Yeah. Even AI was confused by this ad campaign. It's like, this is your first test of feeling like a human. Watch this ad and give us your feedback, AI. <laughs> the human emotion of confusion. Uh, so the next part, I think this is the, the green dot. Oh, yeah. I didn't get that either. Green like, green, green dot. And in that green dot. And oh, it's the sharpness that, yeah, part. And then it said something about going to, like, Picard or something. Yeah, so wait, before we get to that, there's a sharp... So now they're satirizing sharpness, and they're listing things that are also oh, sharp. Oh, yeah, Syringes, uh, oh. broken glass. Razor blades. Or razor blades. So things that are sharp, so they're satirizing sharpness. This took me a while. I didn't get this bit yeah. either at first. So, but And also, the, I think the difficulty is that I... When they say, oh, now this is one sharpness mode, and this is the other sharpness mode, there's no difference on the screen. If they had visually sort of done more, ah. like, and maybe even in satire, well, said, hey, he's broken my glass, mode, you could have put a broken glass filter over the screen. Maybe. The visuals did not reinforce the text, did not reinforce the joke, so yeah. it took me a while to get it. <laughs> I didn't even get it. I watched right, it, me and AI. Funny. We never caught any of this. We watched it four or five times. Okay, we see the AI, the, the menu a little bit. We go to 1440p. And, uh, okay, first of all, he's like, they change resolutions and we get a black screen. Why are you showing us the black screen? Yeah, and again, screen? at this time, it's so satire. It's been, what does this mean? Just edit this bit out, even if it is. Just edit this. Why are you showing us? And so this is the part, okay, it takes us a while to get the joke. But we believe the joke is that the 1440p is so precise that we can see minute details. <laughs> that there's a, a section Again. so precise. The upscaling is so good. There's a whole episode of Star Trek TNG yeah. in that one pixel. I am, I am, I am so. I'm going to be completely honest with you here, Lewis. I am so against this idea of companies, any size, using copyrighted materials like even two or three seconds of a Star Trek clip for their advertising. Uh, that's the second time they've done it. They did it before in a tweet with an Urkel clip. And to me, 
Like if I hired a marketing company and they came to me with that, like if I hired this guy as an independent marketing agency, said make me a uh, commercial, and he came to me with that, and uh, and I was just not even let's ignore everything else we've been critical of. Everything was perfect to this point. I would, hmm. I would be, I would I would make them take this part out, no matter what, because again yeah. I do not want people to think. I mean, I've done it. I've been guilty of it in my videos, putting clips of things. But it's usually gameplay just as a demonstration. And we've talked about that section. That's not really the issue. We're talking about as a marketing campaign, taking other companies' assets and using them in your marketing campaign. So the joke is, the joke is that the 1440p is so clear that we could see insane resolutions and the joke is that there's so much <laughs> resolution there. Okay. Look, I'm not the core of the joke not bad. All right. We can go with that. But execution style. So Steve, you've said that uh, we you know you don't like seeing the copyrighted material there. If they were so committed to this joke that we want to show something, you could then maybe just have like a simple DIY animation. You could make your own little cartoony. Go back thing. to the, go back to I the arse joke. I wouldn't. At least if you're going to stay consistent, <laughs> then it makes a little more sense. You're like, Oh, they referenced to the bad arse joke earlier. That it's like, you could really see the arse now. Back. Yeah. Right. Instead. I mean, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think as well. Uh, all right. That's a good point. So then I was thinking, who do they satirize? Good point. Do they satirize arse? What do they do? One of the reasons that I think that this whole thing doesn't land is because we think they're satirizing Digital Foundry or they're satirizing that, and now they're having to go, Captain Picard, ooh! They don't satirize themselves. They don't make fun of themselves. And I do think that if you are unestablished, now if you're an established creator, established comedian, established artist, we know your style, we know your perspective, maybe we like you. Uh, you know, when Voltar says some crazy things, we know that's Voltar. That's very much his character that's been built up. We don't know anything. Pixel FX is very much a blank slate. And they need, I think, to, to poke fun at themselves before they poke fun at somebody else. And then later on, once we prove we've got a sense of humor about ourselves, then we could, other jokes might land. What do you well, that's why I wanted this, to talk to you about this, because these are whole aspects of comedy that I just don't know about, didn't think about. And uh, you're right. I'm sure it would have landed a lot better if you could. It's always better. Uh, the safest jokes are always to make fun of yourself. And um, especially if you really connect with them. And there is, there was a lot of, you know, up until this point, before they were doing the teasers, you hadn't seen anything from them, for the most part, um, on social media at all. And so that's that's again adding to the the weirdness. You've you're 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 exactly right. They started a fresh point. They started a fresh perspective. And I just don't know. Obviously, there's been issues with it. Mm. So in this point of the video, we've just had the, the Star Trek joke. Okay. We're like, all right, okay. And then we get to another one of these weird audio mix issues because there's a lot, the silence. Every time this loading screen, it's silence. And it's, it's Captain Picard joke and then silence while the loading is happening. And it feels to go straight to the silence feels very jarring. If that was an amazing killer punchline and they just bam dropped it on us, 
I might go like, all right, that's a nice little mic drop. But we're left confused. And now there's this next period of a few seconds, even five seconds of silence. Let's keep going with the clip. It's silent, silence, loading. It's still silence. Yeah, oh, but it's... it's clip is buffering on yeah. me again. Okay, silent, silence, buffering silence. Back to this thing. Back to the weird menu. We're back to being confused by the menu again. And there's so many... Like, this menu right here has so much on it. The colors... Back to uh, silence again. The menu had music. Back to silence. I, I wouldn't like this in a game. Okay, yes. and then we're up Finally. to hack. What is our What is our time right here? Uh, we're <laughs> no, 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 not on that. So oh, <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's, it has Sorry. felt like an hour up to this point if you waited for this premiere to happen live. <laughs> like an awkward hour. I'm going to give you my perspective on what I just sat through when I was live. It was like you walked into a room and you wanted mm -hmm. to see something and you totally saw something not only you weren't expecting, but it's something you didn't want to see. Like your grandparents making out or something <laughs> like with tongue. And you're like, oh, <laughs> it's that. It's like that, that feeling left in you. And that's where you're up to the point. So I'm like, holy crap. This guy has got the biggest, you know, mm -hmm. he just set himself up with like, that's like the worst. One of the worst introductions I've ever seen. <laughs> How are you going to save this? Uh, you dig up. I feel up, like we're being dig so up, as we say in comedy. Again, to this. But at the same time, if they were asking me my honest opinion as a friend, what I thought about this, uh, I would have I said I didn't like it. It's the same thing. We are three minutes and oh 47 seconds at this stage of the video. And we don't know anything about the product. We've been thoroughly confused. Sketches can be used, but... If you notice, I've the way never that, done. I mean, you have some sketches. I've never done a four-minute. Uh, I've never done. Mm. I've never done much. I don't think I've done over a ninety-second sketch. I don't. I feel like no. if a sketch becomes too long, there you go. It's a video itself, pretty much. Right. Game Sack. Uh, they do famous for doing great sketches. First of all, they do release them separately. Second, right. always at the end. The sketches are always some off-the-trailer thing that I can, like, optionally choose to watch if I like. Yep, yep, yeah. No, the, the skit, it's, it, was, it was entirely, yeah, too much, like, too long. Because, again, like I said, if you're waiting yeah. for the premiere, you've been waiting a little bit early, and you've waited through the two-minute countdown. Mm -hmm. So you're literally up to sitting here for six minutes at this point with a confused feeling on that. So that was our breakdown. Wow. That's, we tried to hope, I hope that the things, yeah, we're poking a bit of fun, having fun. I hope <laughs> that those views are justifiable. And if you don't think, and that's totally fine. If you don't agree, I, my hope is that you don't agree at an artistic level. Yeah. That you're like, look, Lewis, I actually think that joke was okay. Or I think those graphics were actually okay to my eye. Right on. I can appreciate that. Maybe you like those graphics or something. I was trying to point out some, parts that we we think academically just don't work and if there's something we're missing and it says if we're missing it who else is missing it like it took us a long time to work out infidelity <laughs> <laughs> well and and there's a difference between a attempting to be funny for the sake of growing attention to me mm -hmm. and then marketing either your brand or a new product that you're launching um 
and that's what you kind of throw it in. Cause I was just thinking, I mean, I know that like on this show we say things uh, and uh, we, we make jokes and we have colorful adult language, obviously from time to time. But if I'm coming out with like an official drop that uh, I'm trying to appeal to a wider audience, I want this to be watched by people and them go, Oh, I can't really show this to my kid. Right. Cause some of them don't want their kids to be, and I'm not saying that, Oh, well, you know, you should be that closed minded on your kids. I'm not talking about me. I don't care. I'm saying that this is from a marketing perspective. It's not, how do we alienate three quarters of the audience and grab this small piece? It's always trying to get as many uh, reactions as possible, you know, like with a focus group or things like that. It's right. Is it now, you might say that Steve to be devil's advocate here, if they hadn't produced such a wacky video, we might not be have talk we might not have talked about it, maybe. You're um, exactly is, is right. Any publicity, good publicity in this instance? That's that's the flip side of all this is that uh us all talking about this is another form of publicity for the company. So there's not really a wrong answer here. And I mm. think that's a great point. And we can definitely leave that kind of open-ended for anybody in the comments who may feel like that's the situation where it's like uh, the old adage of just having your name in the paper is better than having nobody talk about you at all. Absolutely true. We're giving them an hour of free breakdown, again, of a focused marketing group that people would have to pay thousands for, and we've done it for free. And, uh, and not only that, you know, giving them all – the praise for their products. So it shouldn't really impact their, uh, nobody's going to go, Oh, look what Lewis and Steve said. We're never buying for pixel FX. I really wanted this amazing performing fair valued product. But since these guys said their marketing was shite on one commercial that we're, we're, you know, nobody's saying that we're, and nobody should. Um, and nobody should say that because that's not <laughs> the right. That's not. Yeah, like that's. <laughs> we just wanted to give our personal opinions of how this marketing, because uh, again, it's just something so odd that at the same time it is it is interesting that you can get uh, plenty of people to actually think about it and talk about it and tell other people to watch it. Right. Uh, it's so like maybe, it's, but having said, Ozzy Ozzy yeah. was you know is biting the bat was biting the head off the bat bad for him. In the long run, probably not. He gets to like make commercial. What was it? I was, <laughs> I was. Here's something. It's talking about not letting your kids see stuff that cusses. I was sitting down with my uh, seven year old daughter, and we were watching. She wanted to watch something, and she's like coloring. And I put on Little Nicky, right? What's Little Nicky? It's the Adam Sandler movie where he plays the goofy oh, ass son of the devil, yeah. <laughs> and he's got like the you know a speech impediment oh, and. Uh, and I mean, I'm watching that with her, and it's just hilarious seeing her like perspective of all this. So, you know. Now, if they're, however, another okay, we'll keep twisting it. But then. the oh, if the that, oh, sorry, the Aussie yeah, thing. Sorry, the little Nicky. The Aussie, yeah, Aussie. Because yeah. I was yeah, like, Aussie where Osborne. was I? Aussie, Aussie. Aussie made like, Aussie, Aussie. Aussie made money because at the end of that movie, the guy who's the bad guy, the bad brother of Little Nicky, turns into a bat, mm-hmm. and. Little Nicky pulls out this like glowing Lord of the Rings orb, throws it on the ground, and Ozzy Osbourne pops out, grabs the bad brother as the bat, and bites his head off. And that's how he yeah. beats the brother. So there's like, 
was that actual incident when it was live and everybody thought Ozzy was crazy? Who is this madman who just bit the head off a bat? He was able to turn that into more, 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 more money for 30, 40 years of his life. You know? So is it a bad thing? So that's something no. you're right. So that's 40 years old. That's a cultural everyone. Like, I live with people from Eastern Europe. They know who Ozzy Osbourne bites. Yeah. Bats, right? Everyone in the developed world knows this. So fair enough. Uh, I think one we need to be extremely calibrated about our stunts. And it's not just to say I'll do any wacky stuff to get a reaction. Now, maybe time will prove us wrong. Maybe time uh, will vilify the amazing uh, introvert alt comedy of this sketch. And we'll have egg on our faces later as pundits who came in too quick. Maybe, maybe, maybe. What I can see right now, several days, four days after it's been released... PixelFX have 781 subscribers and it has a roughly 4,000, uh, sorry, roughly 7,500 views. 7,500 views. If they had taken the alternate advice, which be just give it to Tito from Macho Nacho and even if you have to give, give him the money that they would have given to the video guy who made this, like whoever was doing those graphics, yeah. give that money to Tito instead. Send him the products. Say, hey, Tito, why don't you make that? They would have 200,000 views over a couple of weeks. I mean, exactly. Let's There's there are there are videos that he produces that are on like the M.2 loader for the GameCube that has almost 700,000 views on it. And you can't buy that product. That's, <laughs> that's what I mean. And it's like, there's not, I'm looking at stuff. He markets things in a way himself that it's, it's rare to see a video not get over like 150,000 views. Right. It's just like. He would have told us about it. He would have unbelievable. been Yeah. Use that money. Wait, where's Tito? Tito's in the United States somewhere. Go visit Tito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's him. real close. He's actually. I'll see him at. I'll see him at the Retro World Expo. Yeah. He's. Uh, so if you want to get your product in there, you want to be the yeah. face of it. Also, I, yeah, right on. He's okay. based. Yeah, I mean, there's a perfect example. He's not. Yeah, he's not an impossible guy to. To get on or get in touch with. It's. Uh, to me, I was like, wow, you could have, done that, and my goodness. I I just from. A, an effectiveness of just the reach. Sure. It, was, it would have been 50 times further. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. And, again, Actually, I don't know. The question is, and it's not – this mm -hmm. is obviously not ours to answer. Is mm -hmm. like, what is <laughs> – we'll probably never get this answer. And it's not even barely fair for me to bring this up because somebody will probably bother them. But it's like, what is DF – what is Digital Foundry's perspective of all this? I feel like they're the ones that are in most right to be, uh, to have their opinions on this matter <laughs> way better than us. Like, <laughs> that's the thing is, like, we're all on the same level where we can critique this on the same kind of level, but I would never, like, I wouldn't feel. I would feel like a complete hypocrite idiot if every week we just got on our podcast and we're like critical of not only everybody but just like people that were much bigger than us and it was just like that's all we felt like we were doing is just trying to sure. kind of pick off it's like trying to pick off the bootstraps of other people almost <laughs> let me get on your bootstraps 
<laughs> cling. And they and that's the thing. They don't have to. They no, have no, a good don't. product. And they, and they know of the... plenty of people in this community. Like, I know sure. we've all been around each other. They're, they're, they're great products. They're respected. They are already respected technical guys in our community. They don't need to pull a trick to get our attention. That, you know, Citrus already has our attention. He's so great with so many good products that have already been released. I just want to hear you tell me about your new awesome product that you've made and then take my money. Yeah, I think that I think they'll do fine. I think this won't be any problem for them at all. I think it's just an interesting thing to look at uh, in this world of, as Lewis explained, his his honest experience working in comedy and then my honest experience working in marketing and some a lot of times those do blend and mesh really well but it's either like you said the funny commercials that people talk about being funny are usually from established funny brands right like you're expecting a lot of the geico commercials in the united states for their insurance you're expecting Mm -hmm. jokes right you're not expecting them to come on and tell you about great coverage benefits and real serious about how they're going to take care of you as a customer you're not expecting that and i think that there was just this like now do we go forward and do we expect this kind of a marketing approach on everything it'll be interesting to see Hmm. it'll be interesting to see uh what that has if this has any impact on that but otherwise um I felt like it was just a fun opportunity for us to analyze something without like attacking somebody and being kind of harsh, critical on something as a perspective of it being a, just a single marketing event kind of. Mm. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, why don't we, we wrap it up yeah, soon, Steve. Now great. for our next episode. Uh, now maybe in our next episode, uh, I think we're going to revisit the Chinese CRT issue. Uh, I look at my Discord. I've got about twenty messages waiting from Retro Castle because I was. I asked him, uh, "Hey, I, I, we both agree that I probably can't import these into the EU, but you, sir, can." And you expressed that if there was a reasonable amount of money, and Ivory said, "But hey, you know these TVs are shit, right?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, we know. But if Steve makes a video, then everyone's going to watch it, and therefore that's our business proposition." You know, it's worthwhile for you to spend even 100 200 bucks to get oh yeah TVs yeah yeah because everyone's gonna watch the video where steve gets the new crt from from china it's entertainment it's yeah good so he was like oh okay and uh looks like he might try to help us so i'm on <laughs> the case it's yeah it's gonna be interesting to see what they say about shipping too um right. <laughs> i've uh i do live on the well three hours from a drive from uh like harbors I believe where <laughs> we're going to take it from some guy at the dock. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I'm going to drive it there and I'm going to go, where's my CRTs and all these stacks. I'm not paying a truck driver to drive it from there to my house. Hopefully. Cause some then that's another beanie $200. With a cigarette hanging out. You want, you want the monitor. <laughs> I came for those CRTs. What? <laughs> you sure there's not right, drugs everyone. in these things? <laughs> Just bad quality yeah. composites. <laughs> All right, everybody. All right, let's do it. We're going to wrap it up. Thank you very much for watching. We appreciate that. I'm going to stop the recording. Steve, stay on the line for a second. Uh, thank you, everyone. See you next time.